It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. First and 10 from the 43. Dalton back to throw. He's going to fire it deep for John Ross. Got him. He's open. Oh. He's got it at the 10. Spins oh. away from a tackle. Runs backward to elude oh, another baby. and takes it into the end Woo. zone. What a run after the catch by the mercurial John Ross for a touchdown on the first play of the game. 57 yards, Dalton to Ross. Boy, they made that a short field. Those one-play drives are, are something to behold. And Andy Dalton just went over the top. John Ross outran everybody in his route, had to wait for the football, then came back short space quickness. I mean, he could have faked those guys out in the closet. He needed no room to fake two defenders out and take it to the outside and get inside the pylon. Great yak. Yards after catch, rack, run after catch. John Ross did it all. John Ross did it all. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Dan Hoard, Dave Lapham on the call, Bengals Radio Network and ESPN 1530 as the Bengals win preseason game number three, improve to 3-0 in the preseason. And, and look, it's exactly what you wanted to see if you were me or someone that uh, questioned John Ross. I mean, it was great to see, right? Yesterday, we're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly that happened yesterday against the Buffalo Bills. I'm on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Bengals. You can subscribe iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast, including the iHeartRadio app. Locked On Bengals is where it's at as far as Bengals coverage. There is a ton there and will be a ton all season long. So uh, feel free to check it out there. You can also listen to the podcast there at LockedOnBengals.com. And just so you know, let any Bengals fan you know about the let them know about the Bengals uh, locked on Bengals podcast. This is a daily podcast that we're coming at you. Look, the reason I'm at, I'm at my home office today, I was driving back from Chicago this morning, and I wanted to get, to get a podcast done before I left Chicago. Unable to, had to leave really early, so that's why we're doing an evening edition. I apologize that it's late. I wanted to record one yesterday. But uh, it, it's one of those things where it had to wait till today. But uh, let, let's dive into it. Look, it's great to see. It's great to see John Ross do what I knew he could do. <laughs> I've been trying to be patient, right? And, and I think a lot of you, there are a lot of closet John Ross fans. I, I'm, I'm out there. I'm out there with it. And, and it's very obvious. And, and how ironic is it that he scores his first NFL touchdown, albeit in a preseason game, and I'm at Wrigley Field watching the Reds struggle. I, I was at Wrigley Field yesterday watching... Um, the Reds and, and the Cubs just kicked the crap out of them. It was very hot. Good news is, is the, the way the games matched up, by the time I left Wrigley, I got to catch basically the entire second quarter on. Um, and, and I was out in, in downtown Chicago, and it was a lot of fun. But the reality to me with this is good. That's what I thought Ross could do. I'm not jumping for joy. I'm excited for him. But that's something, I'm, yeah, like that's why they drafted him. That, that's what I did. Like, I didn't need to see that. I know he can do that. I know a lot of you needed to see that. I know he probably needed that just for his confidence. But to me, that's why I was on board with him and excited when they picked him ninth overall. That's why I didn't panic 
when he only got 17 snaps last year. Look, put in the time, put in the work. There's a chance, and there's certainly an opportunity for you to be a big part of this team this year. And it looks like he's going to be. I love the fact that after the game he admitted that he was basically it was planned. That play was planned all week. And that, to me, is is big for his confidence. I think it's huge for this offense. And, and there was a lot of good in, in this offense. I mean, Andy Dalton, 11 of 16, 180 yards, two touchdowns. Had a couple drops, too, so that could have been even better. Uh, really, it could have been even better numbers for him. That being said, I'm a little concerned. See, I'm consistent here. I'm not going to be all glazed over and excited about John Ross. I knew he could do that. You know what I'm worried about? The running game. Now, you might say, well, look, James, they looked great yesterday. Are the Bills going to win five games this year? Probably not. That's the reality. The Bills probably aren't going to win five games next year. And yes, I'm excited about the defensive line. And I'm excited about the big plays that John Ross and A.J. Green and Tyler Eifert, who had a pretty good game yesterday as well, was out there, had a couple receptions, etc. I'm excited about all that. Had one reception, by the way, did Eifert. But the reality is, this team, in my eyes, needs to be able to run the ball. If they're going to explode and win 10 or 11 games and win the division, they're going to have to be able to run the ball. If this team is going to surprise some people and win its first playoff game ever, I think they're going to have to run the ball. No, I might be wrong. Maybe Andy Dalton can just throw it all over the field. And Mixon, Eifert, and Green, and Ross, and Mixon, and... and Get it? Mixin' Mixin'? Maybe that can happen. But the real part, the reality of it is it's probably not going to. The reality is, is we're probably going to see a Bengals team be very inconsistent if it's reliant on a guy like John Ross, who has been inconsistent. He had a drop in the game. Also caught a dart, a laser, for his second reception. It was a nine-yard nine reception. And he was running a crossing route, and it was, he just plucked it out of the air. Um, But to me, there's going to be inconsistencies there. There's going to be inconsistencies in the passing game. By the way, Tyler Boyd looked great too. Kind of a safety net for Andy Dalton. And if you listen to this podcast a year ago, this is what I had planned. This is what I envisioned with this offense. I said it now for the second time. the, The Bengals passing attack, it's exactly what I envisioned last year which is a a passing game that obviously features A.J. Green, but has so many other wrinkles in it. A a reliable, smooth safety net in the slot like Tyler Boyd, who's just a a competitive, great football player, like very good football player. I'm not saying Tyler Boyd's great, but you get my point. Just really good at the game. He's going to block for you. He's going to run the routes that you need him to. He'll go over the middle if you need him to. He'll take the big hit if you need him to. And if you need four yards, he'll get you four and a half on third and four. That's the that, that's what I see in, out of him. Obviously, it's big play A.J. Green being the superstar. And then it's John Ross doing things like that. A ball that was thrown a tad late. People were saying that Andy left it short. It was just a little late. He hesitated for a second. Okay, fine. Threw it 50 yards downfield. Um, but Ross made a play. And that is the potential. You're starting to see the potential. The vision. You remember the pre-draft reports. All the Bengals believe if they could draft Joe Mixon and John Ross, their offense would be, quote, unstoppable. 
That was a report before the 2017 draft. Go back and Google it if you think I'm lying. I shared that same vision. The reason I shared it, the reason I bought into it completely, the reason I'm so in on John Ross is because he can do stuff like that. That's unique. That Not many guys can do that. And when you put that opposite A.J. Green with a guy like Tyler Boyd in the slot and Tyler Eifert at tight end, and even if something happens to Tyler Eifert, you got reliable options like C.J. Uzama and Tyler Croft. And then in the backfield, Gio and Joe, I'm just talking passing game. That is what I want to see. With that said, <laughs> with that said, I'm scared to death for the running game. It needs to be better. It has to improve. If that rushing attack does not improve, I don't know if this team can win more than eight games. Joe Mixon, six attempts, seven yards. Giovanni Bernard, four attempts, three yards. Can't happen. It just can't. They're going to have to find a way. Whether that's Frank Pollock grabbing the face mask of whoever's playing right tackle and right guard and saying, get your ass in position. Fine. Keep hearing about how intense he is. The other thing that could potentially happen is Bill Lazor. Can he scheme around it? He's going to have to. Now, that doesn't mean that... I, just, I think the reality is, is, is we're not going to wake up week one against Indy and this Bengals team have a great run, rushing attack. But what they could do is scheme around it some. Whether it's short, quick passes, whether it's getting the ball to your playmakers in space. Because ultimately, here's the thing. If you can't run block at a high level, but you still are able to get the ball into Joe Mixon's hands 15 times a game, that might mean eight carries, five receptions. Well, you know, that's 13. All right. You know, whatever it means, but try to get him the ball around 15 times a game. I think that's where you want him 15 to 20. And if he gets it going on the ground, then you feed the beast, right? but you're going to have to open it up some. This is when we're going to see what Bill Lazor's made of. That's the reality here. That's what I'm envisioning. What is Bill Lazor made of? But overall, I was encouraged, surely, by seeing John Ross do that. But I'm not going to act surprised. I'm not going to act like I didn't expect it. First play, sure, it was surprising. The irony was is I didn't get to see it live right away. It's okay. There'll be more of them. Overall, though, I'm a little concerned. When it comes to the offense, I'm concerned about the running game. We'll have more on that later this week on Locked on Bengals. Up next, let's talk about that D-line. They're animals. We'll do that next on the Locked on Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. How about that defensive line? How about that defensive line? Get after it. That's what I like to see. That is what I like to see. I mean, I I don't know, man. I I look at this line, and I think they're going to set the franchise record. 51, 
Carl Lawson had two and a half of the Bengals' five sacks in the first half. Carl Lawson nearly had an interception. I'm Say what you want, but I think Lawson's going to be a beast. I think Carlos Dunlap's going to be a beast. Geno Atkins, uh, I retweeted this, Joe Daneman of Fox 19. Geno Atkins uh, tweeted it out. I retweeted it. Geno Atkins lifted up one of the guys he was going against. I forget who it was. I'm just... Uh, that that idea just came to my head, or that thought. It, it's this line has a chance to be one of the best in franchise history, and that's why I, I'm so worried about the running game. Is because they're going to get after the quarterback, right? And if you have a lead, they have the explosive offense to get a lead early, which could mean that they can open it up and go after the quarterback. But you need a running game to kind of finish games, and in a good defensive line to finish games, they have one of them. That defensive line is going to carry them. Do not start. I know you You might not play fantasy football. I have Andrew Luck in a dynasty league. I also have Cam Newton in a dynasty league. Same team. I'm not starting Andrew Luck week one. Not against these guys. I just, I can't do it. Because I think that they're really going to have a good, a field day. A field day. And if they can do that and make an impact that way, it's going to do wonders for this team. Like out of the two, if if I if you say get to the quarterback and have an amazing defensive line or have a rushing attack, I would take the first one. Especially if the offense can be explosive, because if you have a defensive line that's getting after the quarterback, and then the offense is making a couple big plays per game, like big touchdowns, that changes things a lot, a lot, and it's going to that defensive line is going to create opportunities for turnovers. It'll happen. I haven't seen it a ton in the preseason, but it'll happen. I know Dre had a drop, I think, um, a potential interception. Obviously, Carl Lawson almost had one as well. It was broken up. The, the turnovers, I think, are going to happen this year with that defensive line. They're great. They're great. And uh, real quick, as far as injuries go, left tackle Cordy Glenn is fine, uh, according to Marvin Lewis. So that is good news. O- overall, though, how do you feel about the Bengals? This is why I have the voicemail line. I'm going to get to your voicemails tomorrow. I know it's Monday. Uh, I'm just getting back in the swing of things. We will get to voicemails tomorrow. You can call in on the voicemail line, 513-666-0328. Save that, 513-666-0328. If you left me a voicemail already, I'll get to them. I promise. I haven't forgot about you. Save that number. Call after every game. We're going to do voicemails all year long. I love this idea. I love that someone from the network uh, the Locked On Podcast Network said, hey, have you done this voicemail thing yet? I said no. And uh, you guys responded when I said, should I do it or not? You guys were interested. So done, in. I love it. You can also reach me on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Thank you guys so much for following, by the way. Just past 7,700 followers. I'd love to get to 8,000 soon. Uh, g- greedy me, right? But I-, I would love to. And we're getting closer and closer. Do me a favor. Try to tell one or two friends that you know are Bengals fans, whether you email them a link or anything like that. Tell them about the Locked on Bengals podcast. We're growing. Our numbers are, are rocketing. I mean, skyrocketing right now. Uh, and I want to keep it going. And I want as many Bengals fans to find this podcast, a daily Bengals podcast that is normally in studio and well-produced and you get exclusive Bengals content and interviews. It, it, I, to me, before I did this podcast, I would love to have a podcast like this. I, to go to, to listen to, to vent to with a voicemail. All things Bengals all the time, Monday through Friday. And uh, so it, it's something I'm, uh, I, I love doing. I love that you're listening, and I would love to get the word out. Another way to do it is leave a five-star review on iTunes. We would love you 
Uh, I'll love you forever if you could do that. Also, you could subscribe on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening today on the Locked on Bengals podcast. Probably not what you were thinking, but uh, I had like a five-plus-hour drive today, and it was right in the middle of the day, and I couldn't. I usually like to get the, the podcast up by 4 p.m. at the latest Eastern time. That way you have it for your drive home. But I apologize. We'll be back on a normal schedule tomorrow, normal schedule throughout the rest of the week. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. And by the way, I will be there Thursday. It's the Bengals' final preseason game at Paul Brown Stadium. We'll discuss that coming up later in the week. We'll get Joe Goodberry on of The Athletic later in the week as well. And then we're going to gear up and get ready for week one. Real football, it's almost here. I'm James Erpine. Thank you for listening today on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.